Good morning. It's a beautiful day. Welcome to another edition of Take Five with the Word. I am Timilei Adeyokuno. Have you ever noticed that when it is time to choose a friend to visit, we tend to gravitate towards going to the house of the one who makes us the most happy? And we dread the one that makes us gloomy from the moment we step into their house. We gradually draw back and would rather make a phone call than pay them a visit. There is something about our nature and even the nature of God that is drawn to joy rather than gloominess. Let's be honest, would you rather go to a wedding or a burial? Our anchor verse for today is taken from the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 28. Thus all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the cornet and with trumpets and with cymbals, making a noise with psalteries and harps. Hallelujah. Today's Bible verse is a story of how the ark of God was returned to Israel. This was an act that had killed many people, plagued nations, destroyed other gods, an act that everyone was terrified to have relations with. Yes, it was a terrifying thing. The sound of the ark of God in this moment or at that moment in time brought terror and great fear to the hearts of men. However, David truly, truly desired to host the ark of God. It was very uncomfortable that he had a good place to stay, but the ark of God was far away. He was even the most encouraged when he learned that the ark of God, which was killing people, was then prospering a man called Obededum. What did this man know that others didn't? Why was it that the ark that was dumped in his house, that was expected to kill him and wipe his family, suddenly became a source of prosperity and of progress in his life. I am sure he had mastered the heart of hosting God's presence. He probably hosted God in form of the ark of God with honor, with sacrifices, with thanksgiving. This must have been the wisdom that David drew from as he unlocked this code and decided he was ready to bring home the ark of God. David realized that God inhabits the praises of his people and that God loved or loves the sound of an atmosphere of joy. With joy and honor, he was able to move the ark without casualties. It was said in the word today that there was so much singing, there was so much rejoicing, there was so much dancing that it didn't matter who was watching. It was said that for every few steps that David took, there was something being sacrificed to God. There was something being sacrificed to God. He was dancing, he was, you know, he was dancing like a mad person, a king. It didn't matter who was watching at this point in time. It didn't really matter what people were murmuring or saying. It didn't really matter whether it was a king or not. All that mattered 
was that he wanted to host God's presence and he would do all it takes to be able to host this presence. When was the last time you truly worshipped God with purity and with reckless abandon? How did you get to that point? Now when they say, oh, worship God, even in church, you are so self-conscious that you cannot even worship properly. You cannot praise properly. You cannot even dance fully. What you do is the pendulum dance left and right. And this is not because you do not know how to dance. This is not because you do not know how to sing. This is not because you do not know how to clap. But there is something within you that is so self-conscious telling you, ah, that person is looking at you and this person is looking at you. And what would this person say? Really? Wow. You struggle to clap or even sing from the depths of your being. You're so conscious of men that you forget that your praise, your worship, your honor is for an audience of one, God Almighty. Even when you're not in church, when you're in your house, when you're in your room, when no one is even watching, you still struggle to honor God and praise Him freely. Though we do not have a physical ark today, the presence of God is a mobile ark resident in our hearts. How are you hosting God's presence? Is your heart a place that God would love to stay or is it filled with so much bitterness, anger, self-consciousness, um, sexual immorality, slothfulness, maliciousness, and all kinds of evil intents? Is it filled with sadness? Is it filled with so much contempt? Is it filled with worry? Is it filled with pain? Is it filled with fear? Or is it filled with true joy? God inhabits the praises of his people god inhabits the praises of his people he would like to dwell in your heart please make your heart a place that is worth staying in if like king david you long to host the presence of god start with joy and honor don't compromise on your worship or your praise usher in god with your joy let your heart become a conducive place for god to dwell in God doesn't live in houses of brick and mortar. His favorite place is your heart and my heart. Honor God with your thoughts. Honor God with the fruit of your lips. Honor God with actions. And watch him dwell richly in your heart. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. Lord, I desire to host your presence. Help me to tidy up my heart reading it of all kinds of negative thoughts and ungodly desire. Help me to praise you truly and freely. Help me to worship you with reckless abandon. Show me how to honor you in my thoughts, in my actions, and in my words. In Jesus' name, amen. Until we meet again on another edition of Take 5 with the Word, remember... God inhabits the praises of his people. Hallelujah. Have an amazing day.